0: And now, the Street Photography Magazine podcast with your host, Bob Patterson. Welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Bob Patterson, publisher of Street Photography Magazine. And we have a return guest who first interviewed with us. He was our featured photographer back in, uh, I forget what month, but it was 2017. And pardon, say it again. 16, Bob. 16, it was 2016. Oh my God. End
1: of 2016, I guess. End of
0: 2016. Okay. Okay. You, I got that wrong. Well, anyway, he's, uh, it's uh, Cyril Gerard. And uh, I told him, you know, I have a hard time pronouncing French words. So typical American. We speak one language and not too good at that either. So. But anyway, Cyril uh, was—he's been one of my favorite people that we've interviewed over the years. Uh, He's uh, from—he's born in Paris, lives in Paris. He's—he's an architect. He's a graphic designer, a fabulous photographer. uh, The guy can draw. I mean, he's—he's a Renaissance man. He's probably a a modern Leonardo da Vinci. I don't know. What else can be Michelangelo? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't claim that. <laughs> you don't claim that. No, well, now you can quote me on it. <laughs> but uh anyway, yeah, he so said he was with us several years ago and he's doing some new work and he reached out and I was so glad. Uh because um, you know, I I speak a lot to photo uh photo clubs uh basically around North America, uh, mainly well, always on Zoom. And I always bring up his work because uh, I talk about like different styles of street photography. And uh, I don't know if I—hopefully, uh, I, I don't misclassify your work. But I see him more as a fine art photographer, and uh, he's nodding his head. Yes. So, but and and more of a minimalist. Probably, I think one of the most interesting. Minimalist photographers, and we talked about that in our last interview. and We're going to talk about it again, um, and uh, it's very interesting. So I always, I always cite him as an example. So I don't know. Hopefully, you're you're not looking for uh, for commission on my using your a couple of your photos when I when I talk to these groups of people. But anyway, just welcome, Cyril. I'm really glad to have you back.
1: Thank you, Bob. Thank you for having me again yeah uh, we're just,
0: yeah, just just pleased, and so so he's also going to be a feature for us as well. So uh, we'll talk more about that. We're recording this a little early, which is fine because um, um, it's good to get this you know the ball rolling on these things early. It takes a while. Ashley has been you know writing articles about our feature photographers, and she does such a great job, But it takes a long time to to do that, so Cyril, um, why don't you tell us just tell us a little bit about yourself again for those who maybe didn't see the first article, and you know you do a lot how you got into photography as well
1: well, um you yeah, know so i've I've started photography it's been twenty years now, twenty years ago and um, and i I really you know, before starting photography, I, I was very interested in it because I could see a potential of, of showing things as you see it with your eyes and show it to other people the way you, the way you, really, you really enjoy things in life. And, um, and my father gave me my, my first camera, it was a Nikon film camera 20 years ago. And um, and I was attending um, architectural school at the time. And there was a dark room, so I would go there between hours or early in the morning, and I would do my own experiments and and develop films and use the enlargers to print my my pictures. You know, and I, I literally fell in love with the photography at that point.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Um, so while I was
1: uh, at school, I would do, um, you know, back and forth. I would, I would uh, work on my pictures, and then when I graduated, I had, I was lucky enough to be offered a a big, big, uh, a big project, a big building to design on my own, which is something you just cannot expect. It's it's, some, it's one of a kind, and I stopped photography. Uh, during that time, it lasted for a few years,
2: and I so I I got into photography
1: again, like let's say fifteen years ago. And this time, I promised myself I never stop uh, because it's it's when you make pictures that you truly progress, and you know it's not it's not really good to stop for for some time. And
0: I assume. You primarily photograph for yourself, but I still do. Actually, yeah, that's what I
2: mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, Your work just seems so personal.
1: It is well. My biggest um, the the problem is in almost everything I do in life. I just can't force my myself mm-hmm. if I don't like it. So that's. It's quite tough sometimes because you turn down projects or propositions because you don't just don't feel it. Mm-hmm. And but on the other hand, when I love something, I dig into it, and you know I I just don't stop until it's properly done, and I give my soul to, to it. And I think it's a it's a good way, you know, to do personal and and deeper things you know it's to to reach um to reach goals your personal goals i mean you you can't really do things when you're not if you're not motivated enough it's, photography seems easy but it's quite hard you know yeah you know yeah, as a photographer too it's hard to 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 make it happen it's it's even harder to make a living out of it <laughs> yes Fortunately, it's not my, uh, my concern because I've got other things that, that are bringing me money. But, uh, and it's hard to, as any other, other art form, it's hard to, to manipulate, it's hard to develop. It's, uh, it's a constant um, questions, you know, to yourself
2: and it struggles. The, I guess before we get into photography, I, I've got to ask you about about being an architect, um, because you know, as photographers,
0: you know, we have an idea, we make a photo, and we have basically a two dimensional
2: object. Good. But as an architect, you visualize something. You have an idea. It starts with nothing.
0: And then you have an idea, and that actually turns into a real thing, a real object that you actually use, a giant building, or even a small building. And you know, instead of having to think in two dimensions, you have to think in three dimensions. And I I'm just fascinated with that. I'm I'm always one of my fascinations is life is making something from nothing. And I don't even have a
2: long-term project where, you know, I photograph people who have, have done that. And uh, I, mean, I guess,
0: how does your brain work differently from creating a three-dimensional thing versus a two-dimensional thing, uh, a photograph? I mean, you, you have to be able to envision the entire thing. and
1: Yeah, but you know, Bob, I think yeah. it's... Uh... It's all about training in the end, yeah. and I really think anyone can do it. But it takes effort. It takes a lot of. Of um, conviction, too. You need to 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 you need to feel you can do things on your own. And it's it's not uh, it's not an easy process again, but. Um, but I guess I was sensitive um, from my childhood. I, I've always been sensitive to Moods, atmospheres, you know, buildings, but not, not necessarily about walls or or structures. You know, I'm I'm not an engineer, Mm -hmm. but I'm I was interested in uh, about uh, lights, about textures, about smells, even you know, Mm -hmm. and all that interest led me to architecture. I actually Mm -hmm. didn't choose architecture, you know, it was all my background my interest in in life in the mm-hmm. art to uh, that led me to architecture and then it's 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 an it's an everyday work it's a training uh, you need to to be able to visualize three-dimensional spaces or objects in your head and you know i i don't I don't know you have got some advantages from i uh, Compared to other people, it's just the training to me. Hmm. Any other job in the end?
0: Yeah, that's funny. To me, it seems like something is nearly impossible to do. Well, um, hmm. for, for example, you you created the if I say the name wrong, the highway building.
2: That's hmm. where is it in Lyon?
1: It's in, in Lyon, Lyon. Lyon, in France. Yeah. It is.
2: And it, I mean, what did it feel like to? come up with this concept, design it,
0: and then actually see it completed, and to walk into that building that was just an idea in your head at one time?
1: Well, you know, the comparison is a bit is a bit cheesy, but (laughs) it's it's like having a baby in the end. Mm -hmm. It's like creating something from nothing or almost nothing. Mm -hmm. And and see it grow and see it develop and you know i was 24 when when my clients came came to me and and offered this project you never hear anything like this i mean it was Mm -hmm. absolutely stunning to me and i couldn't believe it and as a matter of fact i turned it down a few times because i thought it was a joke wow and they, they insisted They came back to me, and at the time I was living in London, and uh, and I thought it would be uh, too complicated
2: to go back to France, you know, to do that
1: from a distance. And it was 20 years ago. And uh, but you don't really you don't you don't start from scratch anyway. You have a program. You have you know Mm -hmm. things you need to use. You need to especially in in public space. Um. But then, you know, it's about your imagination. It's about uh, it's about excitement, too, because when you're young, believe me, when you're given something like that, you are over the moon. You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And it's been it's been a, like a love affair for four years. Then it it, it got built. And um, but you know, last like most creation, when you see it done, the excitement vanishes, mm-hmm. and you
2: need to find something else. Yeah, I remember a
0: story I heard once about a mountain climber uh, Reinhold Messner, name German mountain climber, climbed Mount Everest, and he was the first European, the first non a uh, person from Nepal, Nepali, to climb them climb it without oxygen. And uh, and the quote was when he when he got there, he sat up on the, the top and took a photo fo- I guess they take a photo of their feet next to a sign up there. And he said and then he said, I sat there like a stone. And it's like he you know the great accomplishment of his life it was over, and he's it was like, "Now what?
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know what he did next. Hmm. I'm sure it was something great, <laughs> but I just wondered if you felt the same type of a thing. okay, now it's done, of course, by if you're working as an architect, you' probably got to have other projects in the works at the time, but
1: well, you know. My, actually, that's funny because my clients were expecting me to have a nervous breakdown after the project is done. Oh, really? Because I, I, I gave so much to it and I was mm-hmm. so excited and it was so special and unique that there was such a cliff, you know, in the mm-hmm. end. What do you do now? So yeah, I, I actually took some holidays, but I, I didn't want to spend too much time. So I, I went for two weeks to New York on my own yeah. <laughs> and, and guess what i i was taking photography uh photographs too sorry <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't so um it, it wasn't uh, holidays like you're not doing anything you go to the beach or yeah. You know, i was still no. working but i i would i would need I, I you know i was in the need of keeping busy doing something you know and bringing something back to you
2: know work on again yeah i could couldn't imagine
0: taking off too long because then you know because when you accomplish something that's really big and you get this rush of adrenaline or whatever while you're doing it you always want to get that back right what can i do again to get that back
1: sure and you want something
2: different too yeah yeah definitely
0: I'd like to take a quick break to thank the Street Photography Magazine subscribers for your support. We couldn't do this without you. You may have noticed that we don't sell advertising or sponsorships in the podcast or inside Street Photography Magazine itself, and that's because we want to be completely objective about the work we publish and the services and gear that we cover. Our only constituent is you, our listeners and readers. So, if you like what we're doing, you can support the show by subscribing to Street Photography Magazine. It's only five dollars per month, and you can do it by visiting streetphotographymagazine.com/slash subscribe. And now back to the show. So, um, you contacted me originally because you have a you have a a new series called Plain Silence. And this might sound old now because it was something you did during the uh, during the pandemic. But um, so, what did you say? You said uh, uh, I'm looking at the note, at the notes here. Um, but you you did this you did this series. It was like between 2019 and 2022. Sure. But and, uh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, I started right before the um, successive lockdowns,
2: lockdown, mm-hmm.
1: even before actually. I was in London, um, beginning of two two thousand nineteen, and I clearly remember I was with my girlfriend in a restaurant, and the owners were talking about some virus. Oh, yeah, and that people, you know, the um, customers were not here anymore. It was you know beginning to be quieter. And a week after, because my, my girlfriend is, is working in the cinema industry, we, were, we went to Berlin for a fest- the film festival. And again,
2: the, the city was quiet, but
1: there were no announcement yet. you know. Uh, so I took some pictures and went back to Paris the, when the authorities declared states of emergency as everyone uh, everywhere else around the world, you know, and the lockdowns came up it's a few, few ones. I can't remember if, if we had two or three in France. I think it was three, almost four, actually. Um, so I've started this series before, right before uh, the, uh, the spread out. Uh, during the lockdowns,
2: obviously, I couldn't do much. So I would go through, uh, through my
1: negatives. And uh, I was trying to find new ideas, but I I didn't want to create a, seri- a series about COVID. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I was seeing that everywhere on the Internet. Yeah. And um, and my nature always tells me to do the opposite of other people you know, so <laughs> i couldn't do that but it was a very special time because my girlfriend was pregnant and uh, and actually it was for us a great time because the city was quiet uh, because we were living indoors and we could enjoy um, quiet time and uh, for her it was it was great it was terrible for other people to so realize but for us it was quite pleasant um and then we have we had several lockdowns, and when we had the chance to travel again well i i resumed the series so there was a void in between and it was a series about silence, I knew I wanted to do that because uh, for a few reasons, uh, first first of all, COVID then the world was silent, suddenly, um, it was a quiet time because of the pregnancy, there was literally less noise and uh, on a, uh, the sad note was I lost my father actually right before my daughter was born, a month before. Mm-hmm. So that was it's, not yeah, a touch sorry. of silence. You know. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. And um, so it's a series about silence. It's a series. Um, it's a it's a it's a graphic series. I mean, I wanted to bring
2: a graphic um, touch to it,
1: maybe more than usual, uh, because I was during lockdown I was reading more. I you know I I did my books architectural books drawing books and I I thought it would be nice to go back again
2: to something more graphic. Uh, always working in black and white and on film again. Yeah, and you said uh, primarily you're working with Triax, or or t right. uh,
0: and or.
1: I, I used some team a long time. I mean, a few years ago, I was using uh-huh. 100 Tmax uh-huh. products. That I I really liked. Then I moved to TriX, and I and TriX is great because you can make any mistake you want. The image is fine. You <laughs> recover any detail you want. You know what? I've got my cameras here. I've got. I'm still using very simple cameras. I've got my m three here. Would you say it's an M three? M3, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's full manual, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's zero electronic in it. So sometimes you just don't have time to set things up. You don't have the correct shutter speed stuff. So, but still Trix will get you on track and, and the image will be fine. And then I scan it, and using Photoshop I can bring back anything I want.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you? When I look at the look at the photos, did you ha- have this
0: project in mind as you were shooting all of these, or did you were you shooting
2: during the pandemic, and you happened to find your your subject later uh, in reviewing your work? What. I never know what
1: I'm going to photograph, but still I had quite a clear image in mind, Mm -hmm. uh, an idea of what I wanted to do, yes. Uh, Form-wise, though, I did not know because it really depends on where I go, what I do, and the time I spend wherever I go, so. But I had the the general idea, yeah. Yeah,
2: I suspect that you're pretty, conservative about the
0: number of photos you take? That you're much more... Um, oh, what's the right word? Much more...
2: Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, much more deliberate about the photos
1: you take. Well, there they are, you know, a few things. First of all, as we mentioned earlier, the Cost of film, yeah, exploded now. Yeah, you know, I used to pay like five or six euros for uh, for for a world of Trix, and now it's it's nearly it's more than double. It's nearly three times the price. So you you need to be careful. In the end, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're saving pictures. I mean, I I can't I I can't um, Hold myself when I see something interesting. I'm not going to count number of view of views I'm, I'm taking. I'm just shooting, shooting, shooting. Mm-hmm. But when you've sh- when you've shot like
2: ten, fifteen, twenty rolls on you know
1: over like a week or a few days, well, you realize that was quite some money. Yeah, you know? that adds, not adds up. So it you need to. To keep that into consideration, and um, but I'm still I've got a ratio of what I consider good shots and total shots. It's it's ridiculous, honestly. It's I'm literally showing one percent or two percent of what I do, mm-hmm. and and the rest uh, the rest stays in my archive, if I may say so, and and I. I I guarantee you, most of the time I look at my negatives and I just want to set them on fire because I can't stand looking at them. <laughs> I found them so bad. And I'm, I'm not joking. I, it's quite painful when I, when I go back from, from a trip and I see my pictures. I'm, I'm just wondering, what, what were you thinking, honestly?
2: I think everybody goes through that. Yeah. You know, only for you,
0: it costs a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> People who shoot digital, it's like, uh, you know, well, whatever. I'll delete that one. Of course, yeah, we don't yeah. even delete them. But yeah, I noticed just looking through the series, uh, I spent a lot of time looking at it. And I recommend anybody who looks, any of your work to, to take your time. We'll get into that later. Um,
2: but I I'd see a lot of patterns repeating. Uh, right angles, elbows.
0: You see a lot of elbows on hips and 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 then that pattern is also visible in another way in the photo uh, by something else. Uh, angles. Uh, you you must have to think about those type of things, those type of shapes as an
2: architect because exactly. you use them to make make buildings stay <laughs> stay up and so i'm i'm sure that's all on purpose um i suspect
0: respect it's obvious i'll just say it's obvious this series it's probably about 15 images must be highly curated and i don't know if the order you sent them to me and uh they're numbered 1 through 15 or whatever if that's you know how you meant them to be but the way you have them sequenced, I think, is brilliant. Uh, the way it all works together—I mean, it's really a beautiful piece of work—and I hope all y'all who are listening to this take some time and look at this, uh, whether it's you know in the magazine article or on Cyril's website, which is also very well done. We'll talk about that later. So anyway, I, I'm going on and on,
2: but. Uh, um i'm sure that's all done on purpose
1: yeah of course but you're right my photographs are architecture too i mean yeah i see no difference between my architectural work my graphic design work my illustration work and and photography um because they all feed each other you know Mm -hmm. and all comes from the same head yes and i in in general, in life, I like to bring everything everything I like together. I like to 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 make some kind of unity out of it. I've always done that. It's you know it. I don't know why it might be a uh, some some disorders somewhere in my mind. But um, my my um, images are structured as a building would be. Mm-hmm. And when you mention elbows, it's clearly triangles, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And as in my um, buildings or interiors I design, I like to play with uh, simple shapes, simple geometry, triangles, circle, square, rectangles. Always play with these simple shapes and then build something because not
2: only it ends up making a visually coherent and simple spaces, but it I think it also talks to people in a direct way. I mean, the simplicity uh, goes straight to your brain and usually stays there. Do you work only in Monochrome, uh, because it's easier to see the shapes.
1: Because um, of that, because yeah. I want to focus on light
2: too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because,
1: well, actually, I, I'm I'm really not interested in, in color photography. You know, I'm not saying I will never do it, but so far, I love so much blacks, grays. Uh, and and light grace let's say that i i don't feel the need to change you know it also goes you can go through abstraction easier e- easily you know i i don't i usually stop before abstraction because i want to keep a put in reality you know i base my my work on reality and then i i, I try to simplify it but um the strength of black and white pictures to me is is far greater than the than the one in color.
0: Uh, personally, I agree with you. Um course, it must be difficult though, because you're working with a rangefinder and you're seeing
2: everything in color. Um but then you've got to produce a black and white photo from that. So
0: you know, with the digital camera, it's easy because you can just set your viewfinder to even if you're shooting a color, you could... You Can know, you do that? See, see black? Yes.
1: Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, know, you know, I'm not following up at all new technologies. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm running late. Absolutely. I'm absolutely behind. And I didn't know that. But, you know, the, in digital, the, I would be struggling too, because in the end, you have a color file that you yeah. may decide to turn it into black and white. But, you know, you have a choice there. Although with try I, I don't have a choice. I I
0: have. That's to. true. That's true. Of course, you can get a uh mix, several yeah. black and white hmm. uh, black and white bodies, quite nice, <laughs> quite expensive. But, yeah, sure, sure, <laughs> expensive. But uh, they, they they make some pretty amazing files. Um, yeah, I forgot what
2: I was going to ask you now. Uh, as we get off on this track, but. Uh, the you selected about 15 images for this series how many did you have to choose from did you have hundreds and hundreds or you just knew which ones fit well
1: for my series i for the the series uh, you can see on my website i want to limit the number to you know the longest longer, longest one is called Le Songe, and it's it's about twenty, I think. Mm-hmm. But what I realize it's is um, from ten to fifteen images is a good number because people get fed up in the end, you know. Yes, they, they can't focus that much, and and they don't want to probably. So, and I think fifteen images is, is enough to say something. I see my series as little poems you know with a theme like yeah plans. it's a good analogy yeah and uh, that's what i want to do it's like making haikus you know that a <laughs> similar idea keep it short but keep it vivid and you know dense
2: and that's
0: pretty much what we say to people who submit articles to the magazine don't send us a hundred you know, we'll only publish about eight. So yeah,
2: so be be efficient.
1: Yeah. And it shows you if you're showing 100, it shows you don't really know where you're going. You know, yeah, you need to focus. It's it's like a triangle, your head Mm -hmm. top and the, the, the goal is the bottom and the small hole here. And it's one image at a time. And you need to, you know, you need to select it's uh, it's painful sometimes to select.
0: It's so hard. It's so hard for most people to narrow it down. It certainly is hard for me. And uh
2: for me too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one said it, it was easy, right? But uh, you know, so we're we're just talking here on an audio podcast, and uh, you know, for those who haven't seen your work, but your your images are very, I wouldn't say sparse, minimalist. Um, I even saw you were in minim- Minimalist Magazine, which I didn't know existed. Um, I happened to see that on your website. Now, now I've got to check it out. But, um, but I remember one thing you said to me the last time we spoke is that um, you said you have to strip away all the unnecessary
2: stuff. Sure. And
1: um, I do the same in architecture. Yeah. Design graphic design, too. You know, that's where I, I feel good actually. That space where you have removed the maximum and you end up with something you just can't touch because there's nothing else to say. You know, yeah, but how do you do
0: that? Reading a photograph and, and you're not doing any post processing, I mean, other than maybe dodging and burning or whatever. Yeah, nothing else. But I mean, it's just why you're framing the shot, right? So you must be thinking at all times about what's in and what's out, and how do I move to get rid of this thing.
1: But that's and, uh, that's uh, the good thing about using wrench riders too. Yeah, because, that's true. Yeah, you, you've been using that kind of cameras, I guess. You have a rec- the frame is inside the viewfinder, so you know what's going to. Be in, and mm-hmm. uh, see around what's going on too. And you're literally cutting through plans, foreground, background, and you're selecting that way. It's very useful to do that. I'm I'm using a, a reflex. You know, that's my first camera is still here. It's a Nikon FM2. Mm-hmm. The reflex is is great, um, mainly because you can see. You can focus differently, but you see um, you see um, depth of field more efficiently, of course, yeah. finder, you, everything is, is clean. You know? um, but you are dealing with a frame and a black area around. So, you know, what do you do if something comes along, some, someone gets into the frame, you can't see it with a red rent- rent- finder, you, you still see life around. Yeah, and, you do. And it's much easier than to to, to create uh, composed a composed picture that way. But you know, I think it's not uh, it's not um, um when you look at the Magnum photographers, they were most of them using Leica cameras. Yeah. Probably still today, I don't know, but and Magnum images are known for their composition, clean uh would say Minimalist too, And, you know, probably because they were using let- wrench finders. Too.
2: The thing is, you've got to get it in camera because there's nothing you can do afterwards.
1: Well, yeah, unless you-, you want to play with yeah. for hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, yeah. I you know, I, I sometimes, I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram, but sometimes I see um, uh, photograph uh, photos Sorry, and um, you can tell they've been manipulated. You can tell right away when something has been deleted, when something is not working because it looks weird, it looks like it couldn't be this way in real life. So I don't I don't you know, I don't post process. Much, but I do Dutch and burn as I used to with uh, the. Sure. and uh, sometimes I do a lot.
2: You know, and sometimes almost nothing depends on the picture The yeah, you were. Um, yeah, I, I've learned some good lessons from you just in the last few days
0: because I you know spent a lot of time looking at your work, not just this series, but on your website. And then I, at the same time, or like right after I went to edit some of my own photos. And uh, i am doing a series on jazz musicians, and uh, I did some photos of a, a guy who's actually been a personal inspiration to me for other reasons. And I really want to do a nice job and, and give him some nice photos. But after looking at your work, and they look at mine. And there's this thing in the photo. I forget what it was. I go, that shouldn't be there. Looking at Cyril's work, why did I take that photo? Because that thing was going to be in it, but I wasn't paying attention to it. And I'm saying, yes, I have to pay closer attention to what's in the frame. You know, I with with the new AI tools and Lightroom, I could probably make that disappear, which I won't. <laughs> and. Uh, okay lesson learned
2: well, yeah. i have three
1: lesson yep. yeah yeah well, I, pl- I have plenty of, of yeah not working images too that's why my ratio is so low <laughs> but you you just need one well yep. you know when i when i shoot uh when i'm on my own or with my girlfriend around um it's it's all about focusing it's so about being into the moment and most of the time when I'm taking a picture, I literally can't hear anything around me, I only see what's before me, in front of me. And, uh, and I, I close my ears, I close myself, literally. And uh, I, I'm, I'm dealing with, with, uh, with, with the image I'm, I'm about to take. And, uh, and sometimes you, you end up being tired, exhausted. I mean, I'm sweating. <laughs> you know, for nothing, I'm not moving around. I'm just standing, taking a picture. But it i because I'm so focused. I'm, I see my. I, I can feel my brain is 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 getting hot. You know. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> time to time to take a break. Have a glass of water. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, it, what I like about your work is you. You know, you've got some photos. One in particular.
0: That's not in focus, but it really works. And I hear so many times from certain factions of photography: "No, it's got to be tack sharp at all times." Not really. <laughs> not really. Well, one in particular I'm, I'm looking at on your uh, uh, in your uh,
2: uh, your series: uh, someone walking through a door. And somewhere uh, with a great
0: great shadow. I don't I don't want to describe it to people who can't see it. You can you can look at it, but they go
1: wow. It's you know? it's not about a, a good picture is not about focusing, it's not about being sharp. or yeah. any good picture is a good picture, whatever it is, whatever it looks like, you know. Um and for you me know Sorry, and you know it when you see it you know it, yeah you instantly yep. know it but this one you know i, I could have I could, I could have taken it like sharp as you say but what was interesting in that scene that was in uh, spain in Sebi- sevilla
0: i was going to say is it, it's probably like alcazar or something like
1: it's I don't remember where it is but it's 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 in spain and the what i was interested in was these the light playing with the tiles on the wall Mm -hmm. and the shadow cast on the floor Uh, it reminded me of some ancient temple you know some egyptian temple and i wanted to to give that mood to the picture but if you
2: if you make it sharp you make it
1: i mean it's saying too much you would you would have you would have recognized the cloth. you would have recognized the uh, the year maybe even you know? yeah but this way blurred it's it's it becomes timeless and it it would be work it will work in like 50 50 years again i mean sure. it's not about saying too much in the end mystery is a big part of my images you know, that's why sometimes the subject is slightly outside of the frame. I'm always restraining myself from saying too much. Yeah.
0: yep. Yeah, you see part of a person, you
1: don't often see their face. It's about suggesting. Yes. But when you suggest your your imagination will you start working and, and mm-hmm. everyone's imagination is different. That's the That's the richness of it, you know. So you will have uh, uh, thousands of interpretations, and that's what I'm looking for, too. You say too much, there's no fun.
2: Um, Yeah, that's true. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) Saying too much is no fun.
0: Um, And I see also some of your photos have been on album covers and book covers. That's pretty cool. how How did that happen? Did they come to find you? Did somebody see some of your work and think it would make a good album cover? And worked out a licensing agreement with you?
1: Well, I have to say, sh- social media's have changed. You know the, the way of obviously the way we shared pictures mm-hmm. immensely, and um, through them, I've been contacted by different people. So as you mentioned, um, I had a, some pictures on covers, book covers, magazine covers. And I, I actually have one coming up in December too for a, an American magazine. And usually people contact me because they saw the picture on Instagram, um, Pinterest, too, or, or just Google. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the the most interesting was the cover of a music album from the cigarettes after sex group <laughs> which became i think quite famous in the us well, they might not know you, you don't know them do you i i don't know them but you
2: know i'm an old guy <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and uh um you know what the way
0: you consume music nowadays is is by an algorithm and they keep feeding you more of what you listened to before. So I think like, like services like Spotify make it hard to find new music. Yeah. Yeah, So, but I'm going to check them out for sure. I saw it on your website. I like their name except yeah, for the smoking part it, but
1: you know <laughs> and it, it reflects the 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 mood of the the ambiance of their music yeah very calm very chill um so for for this one they, they contact that they contacted my uh, my art dealer uh, because they wanted to use that specific image of a
2: plane uh, that i took in venice uh, italy mm-hmm
1: took it like in June 2020 or 19, maybe.
2: And then to this one just, I was, there
1: was an air show in Venice and clearly thousands or hundreds of photographers, professional photographers using extra long lenses, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, I, and I only had my, I had brought my Mamiya 6 camera which is a medium format camera. And I saw this plane and I just took the picture very simply like that. And I sent it to my art dealer and I probably showed it online. And um, the lead singer contacted my art dealer. He just wanted to use it for a single.
2: You
1: know. And that was a very surprising and uh, <laughs> fresh news. You know, it's, you know, know. it's this at all, and then later invited uh, me and my girlfriend to their concert in Paris. Then we we went to a bar. I mean, it was great. Oh wow! It was great. You meet new people. Yeah. You know, just taking pictures. It's it's great.
2: Taking a picture of an airplane. Yeah, uh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Uh, while we're on air. I'd also like to talk about your website. Um, I see lots of websites.
0: I used to build websites for a living for many years. Um, and one thing I have to say is that I think you've really grasped that medium for showing photographs, uh, which is, isn't easy, easy to do. You're on Squarespace, mm-hmm. which I think is a great place to. Yeah to build a photography site and I mean so many people when they put their photos on their website they throw up lots of them like you said if, if you have to put out a show 100 images you probably don't know where you're going um but yours is very different you only and we were talking about this before we started you, or maybe you talked about it after we started you you only have about no more than fifteen photos in any one series, which I think is a great idea. Uh, but it's you know it's more than that to me. It's almost like going, I hate to use this analogy, going to a museum. You know you really have to take your time. You know you can't run through and just flip through pictures. I mean, social media has trained us. You know when you look at photos, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or somebody's website, you just flip through them really fast. And your work requires somebody to take their time and to really look
2: at it. And I think you've set the website up very well to make that happen. Um, and the, sorry, I've got, I've, got, I've got a lot of things to say about this. Um, let me say the next thing. I was so glad you have that one series
0: of four images of the egg.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Your discussion of the
2: egg—how it's the perfect design—and then throughout the website, I keep seeing—you know—the egg has
0: a very unique curve, two different curves from, uh, you know, the wide bottom and the, the skinnier mm-hmm. top, and I I see those curves. Throughout your website, I don't know if you did that on purpose.
1: Not at all. Because I, I, you know, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Actually, <laughs> well, for example, the airplane. This is why I brought this up. You talked right, about yeah. you have uh, one photo <laughs> of of, a, of like a stunt plane mm-hmm. airplane with a trail of smoke behind it. And I had seen that first before I looked at the egg. And I go, well, obviously the egg is, shape is very important to him when to put it in here. And that's. That's the same shape as the bottom of an egg
2: <laughs>
1: You're right. <Yeah. laughs> well, it wasn't on purpose. Generally. Okay. No. But um, but you know, it's once again, it's about loving simple shapes. Yeah. And simple geometry and the circle, the oval, uh, the elongated elongated circle, and square and triangle. You know, I'm sure you can find these shapes through my website, whether it's in the photography section, or or architecture section, or even in less illustration, Mm -hmm. that's true, Uh, because that's the structure I am interested in, you know, and I'm using and I'm, it's about being obsessed, in a way, but it's helping me to build on top, you
2: know?
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, just like this one series we're talking about, it's very carefully curated. so is everything else on your website, including the, um, each section or gallery. And it is well, well worth the visit. I think it's it's a great lesson for anybody who wants to be more thoughtful on how they shoot to to look at your work very closely. And it's a nice thing to do to do on a rainy day. Take your time mm-hmm. and look at it.
1: Well, thank you. But you know, I was I was reading a I was reading a an article one day saying, I, not because of social medias, but they were studying social medias and the habits of of people using them. And they were saying people spend less than two seconds looking at a picture. You Sounds about right. You yeah. cannot apprehend uh, an image in two seconds. You can. Have a glimpse. You can, you know, just you can see the basic structure, maybe, but mm-hmm. you will, you will not appreciate it because it took, it took years, it took hours to make anyway, and
2: and you definitely won't f- fall in love with it. You know,
1: it's just disposable. You look at pictures that way, but um, I like the, the analogy you mentioned with the uh, the museum it's It's about taking your time. It's about appreciate
2: more things. Um, and And because you appreciate more, you learn more too. You do. you do. And that's true for life in general, sure. you know i I live in a
0: country where everything is going by you know a mile a minute. Mm-hmm. We don't take our time. i think I think you friendship are, are better. Better at appreciating life than we are.
1: That's a different different philosophy. Italy is, is very different. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Greece. Greece, yes.
0: <laughs> that's right. I was there when you reached out to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a different dimension,
2: clearly. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. that's yeah, what makes the world interesting. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, Where do you get your influence to to um, be like this? Influence? Well, I
1: I I only think it's it's because I like simple things. Simple. I mean, simple things in meaning simple
2: looking things, Mm. Um,
1: which most of the time are very complex to create. You
2: know,
1: you mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. paradox. You know, it's a paradox. They're very com- complicated to, to come up with, but I think it talks to the brain in a in, a, in an immediate way that I like. It, there's no fuss. It it goes straight to the point, and um, and that's my way of of of. Of living, you know, even when I talk, I don't usually, I'm not a very talkative person. I like to go straight to the point and sometimes it sounds harsh or it sounds, you know, uh, but, but it, it's, it's really not. It's, it's about not wanting to spend to waste time, you know, or to waste anything.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? And it's about appreciating things for what they are and, uh, but I was quite surprised because you're not the first person to, to say I've got a minimalist approach to photography. And I've, I actually never thought about this. Uh, I, I am aware of this when I designed architecture,
2: because that's clearly something I want, you know.
1: But in photography, I think I'm just trying to to clear things out and to, you know, to, just to show
2: one element at a time so if somebody was to ask for your advice about how can i simplify my frame better how do i how do i have to change my thinking or
0: my behavior to not make the same kind of images as you but make some make them simpler You have any tips or advice or maybe you don't even think
1: about how you do it well i i can give one advice it's only to truly know what you want to say you know like when you're talking you choose your words properly you know Mm -hmm. go around the topic uh you use fewer fewer words and to reach to make your point, you know, and I, it's exactly the
2: same principle with with photography. It, you take photography in, let's say, in the street. Um, because something. Uh, something. Um,
1: something is, is inspiring you on the moment. So you need very quickly to analyze what's this thing and then isolate, you know, this Shape or whatever it is, and to focus on it uh, to make it stand stand out, you know. And um, the rest has to go outside, otherwise people won't won't understand what you want to say. It's like talking, really. It's like use precise and proper words. <laughs> it's a process. It's a training too. It's it's not easy.
2: For 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 no one, you know. No, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Of course. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. So, um, for example, you know your—I uh, guess
0: really any any thing you've worked on, but your your Plain Silence series. Well, where does it go from here? Are you going to do anything else with the work?
2: Beyond showing it on your website and showing it to people like us? So far, I was never
1: keen on setting up setting exhibitions or, you know, having my work exhibited anywhere. Um, So far, I like to keep things on my website. Yes. And then uh, people contact me or I contact people all over the world to see if anyone's interested in, in, in showcasing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a book project, which actually I've been in contact with even before we did the first interview. Mm-hmm. With, um, some oh. very quite famous publishers. And they were, they were okay to do a book with me, but then you end up talking about Financial issues and, you know, and, and because photography books
2: are not selling very well, black and white photo books, even worse. Mm. You know, it was
1: a tough, uh, tough move, but we decided not to go further. And, uh, but I'm still in contact with them. And um, when I, in the end, I'm quite glad we didn't do it, because it, would, it wouldn't have been a, a good book. Okay. Now I've got clear ideas. I, I know where I'm, where I'm going, and I know what I don't like, and that's even more
2: uh, important to me. So I might you know
1: contact people again to make it happen, and we'll see if we if we if we do an exhibition uh, someday, but I love the the idea of a book, of several books.
2: Uh, so so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, there's there's nothing like seeing your photograph in in print.
0: You can actually hold it and touch it. It's,
1: you know, and,
0: and that's coming from somebody who owns a digital publication. Mm-hmm. But I love it's, photo books and I love prints.
1: Yeah, it's completely different. There's a world yeah. apart from uh, uh, um, a picture um, you see on a screen with a backlit screen. Yeah, and a picture on paper where the whites are paper, not white. it's yeah. completely different. Yep, completely and different. And you can and you don't have that uh, scale issue you have with with screen or definition issue. A printed image. We remain the, the same
0: yeah. Yeah, well you have you have full control over what it looks like yeah when it goes out into the cloud who knows what somebody's exactly. looking at it on 1995
2: ibm pc crt screen <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
0: yeah well, one last question okay again I, I talked about your website and uh I didn't really do it justice but do you do you change the photos out a lot you know it's a lot of a lot of times it's an afterthought because you're busy living your life and but it's you know it's just so well managed do you
2: you know do you make changes like for example this new series you say you know what i think
0: you know photo number 27 would look better in there and swap that out or once it's done, is it it's done?
1: It happens sometimes that you, you'll see one or two pictures disappear from the website. Mm-hmm. Because in the end I think it doesn't work so well with the rest. And it I may go back to, to a series I, I I've I've created ten years back. I mean um, I've got no remorse in, in removing things, you know. But um most of the time when i when I create a a series and i I put it online, it took months of reflection before, you know, so it, I don't wake up one morning saying okay let's let's put everything online, and I'm done. It, yeah, it's a thoughtful process, you know, so it doesn't move much, but sometimes it's true i or sometimes I even change um uh, I I open the Photoshop file and I and I change a few things, mm-hmm. I place them on my website. But I don't I I don't think people will notice. Anyway.
2: Have you printed most of these images too? All of them are printed. Yeah. Oh, you do. Uh, yeah. Uh, so where are they? Are they hanging
1: in your house, or are you? I, they are in my studio. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in boxes. Oh, in the boxes. Yeah i wouldn't show i wouldn't display my own photographs really no i would probably I wouldn't get tired of looking at them yeah tired and 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 now yeah. uh, i i've got one no that's not mine actually i, I bought this one i auctioned from the french uh, photographer bernard plus
2: hmm.
1: he's a very famous uh, french photographer I, I adore his work that's the only one i have on my own one photo but I wouldn't, I would never display my own or not <laughs> follow anyway, not follow. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: it helps, you know, it helps to hang it up and look at it. when you walk by and think, Hmm, maybe I need to burn that part in a little bit more.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: but I do that, you know, that's the, the great thing thing about Photoshop is I, I can open Photoshop every day, every morning, and I've, I've I have a slightly different version. I mean, vision of of the image from my hand, mm-hmm. yeah. The day before, and uh, and I play with the layers, and that's the great thing about Photoshop. You know?
2: It's a great tool, and it keeps getting better. But I'm Stuff. only using like like five percent
1: of Photoshop, to be honest.
2: Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I uh,
0: actually I spend most of my time in Lightroom. I use Photoshop mainly for graphics for the magazine and things like yeah. that. You know, unless I need to do something pretty tough.
2: Uh, Need some real heavy lifting, I'll pull it in there. I've
1: never used Lightroom,
2: never Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Give it a try, but hey, whatever you're doing works for you. Don't change a thing. Don't listen to me.
1: Yeah, that's the the reason, actually. I feel good in my, you know, sphere now, and I just don't want to change. Yeah, especially you're- Getting old. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're scan, yeah, and you're scanning things, and you know you've got a good workflow. So, yeah, don't change a thing.
2: Who who am I to give you advice?
1: <laughs> well, I'm I'm welcoming advice from anyone,
2: to be honest. No. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: so uh, before we go, why don't you tell everyone where they can
2: find this website we've been talking about and other places, Instagram, wherever. Well,
1: to spell my name and, and first name and, and surname would be a challenge for everyone, I guess. But so I am Cyril Druart. It's D-R-U-A-R-T. <laughs> and my website is, is Uh The Instagram is Cyril Druart. Very easy. And I'm, I'm sure you'll be able to find me through your blog. <laughs> That's right.
2: That's right. We'll have links,
0: uh, links in the article and uh links on the in the podcast post, and you know, so it would be easy to get there. And definitely, you know, winter weather's coming, so be sure, you know, on one of those days you don't want to go outside,
2: get a nice hot cup, cup of coffee or a glass of glass of wine and and uh I have to say, go on his
0: website <laughs>
1: yeah I, i'm not very active on social medias i'm not you know i'm not uh posting random pictures so when i'm when i'm uploading something it's it's something i truly believe in and, and for my eyes anyway it's worth uh, worth it but uh my facebook account is uh it's linked to my Instagram account, but to be honest, I see uh, from the traffic I see on, on the on the social medias, my Instagram is way more. about Yeah. Used and, uh, I was thinking about closing my Facebook account, but I don't know. We'll see.
2: Yeah, you can just let it sit there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again,
0: Cyril. And I appreciate you taking the time and sending your new work. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Well, thank you, Bob. That was my pleasure. Your thoughts about the show go a long way in helping us decide on the guests and the subjects that we include in each episode. So please take a few moments to write a review and Apple Podcasts, or whatever service you use to stream your podcasts. It helps us know if we're on the right track, and it helps others to find and enjoy the show. The editor of Street Photography Magazine is Ashley Refo, and our audio engineer is Russell Boyd from WeBit Studios, found at webitstudios.co.uk. I'm Bob Patterson, and this is the Street Photography Magazine podcast, a service of Street Photography Magazine.